Get ready, saints. Apostle Erica Robinson, founder and CEO of ELR Prophetic Shift Podcasting Network, has put together an all-star lineup that will have you praising and shouting as the truth from the Spirit of God is released. Now mark your calendars and prepare yourself on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Apostle Erica Robinson will be coming forth with Sunday Morning Manna. And on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pastor Jack Hallman will take us to the river in God's Word. And on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the main course is served by Chief Apostle Rodney Tate in Apostolic Alignment. And for dessert, on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Prophetess Glenda Lane will cover you in a mantle of prayer. Now you're just a phone call away from your blessing. So call in. The number is 636 422 0344 again that's 636 422 0344 on the days and times given i promise you you won't regret it for more information contact us at elr prophetic shift dot dot com forward slash Podcast Network. See you there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Now, my no side. Father, oh God, as we set up the atmosphere, oh God, today, Father, oh God, saturate this room right now. You right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare the free, oh God, so not against flesh. Father, you thank you, oh God, today. Oh, hallelujah. Father, you said in your word that you did not give us a spirit of fear, but you gave us power, love, and sound mind. And I bind up every adversary. We bind up every witch. We bind up every warlock that come against um, the platform, that against God's ministry, that come against the house of God in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare with a creep that you move in the atmosphere. Father, we declare with a creep that you stratosphere. In the name of Jesus. Father, we declare when the creek on my bubble shot. 
Come on and open up your mouth and baby say thank you. Open up your mouth. Everybody open up your mouth. For those who are listening live, for those who are listening to different areas, oh God, on, on this morning. Come on and your voice right now in the name of Jesus. Father, as we saturate this place, every single adversary that come against this platform, that come against the ministry in the name of Jesus. I serve you in a fiction notice. You have no authority. You have no authority. You The lines are open. The lines are not open for those who want to call in live. The lines are open. The lines are open. You can call us at 313-209-8800 with ministry code 615-358. Man and come and listen in tune Thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the move. It's the name of Jesus. Every form of distraction that comes against Amen, this man of God.
man of God on today. We release this man of God on today. Father, we strengthen them right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your presence, oh God, for your manifestation. And God, as we get ready to release this man of God on this morning, Father, we thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, oh God, for your presence. We thank you, oh God, Dabosha. We thank you for moving. We thank you for saturating. We thank you for allowing the presence to know. We thank you for the manifestation. We thank you, oh God, for your doing. We thank you for moving, oh God. The conference will begin. And Father, we thank you, oh God, as we decorate this place, oh God, as we begin to move on this morning. And as we introduce the sun, and amen, we're bringing for you none other, amen, to go on this morning, amen. Pastor, yes. Bishop Desmond, amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. We are grateful to be here today, to be online this morning, amen, to preach to millions, amen, in 21 different countries. Where lives are being changed, people are being saved, healed, and set free and delivered. And that's what the gospel is for. The good news, the gospel is the good news. Preach to people who are bound by sickness and people who are bound by sin. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Hallelujah. We'll be talking... We'll be speaking from the book of Daniel, the third chapter. Amen. And we, the topic of my message is stand your ground in God. Amen. Daniel, amen, uh, wrote this book. Amen. He was, uh, all, he was a prophet from the, uh, I mean, God called him from the, from, the, from the mother's womb, before he was in the mother's womb. The name Daniel means God is my judge. Um, I mean, this happens, oh my God. This is a powerful message, a book of, um, uh, of the prophecy, a book of, uh, as a man could tell uh, a book of wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Let me get this straight. All right. The theme God's control destiny of all nations. Keywords king, kingdom, vision, dreams. Amen. So he was able to, God gave him visions and interpretations of dreams. Amen. Daniel was he was captured in his early ages, I think between 15, 17 years old. 
and I'm going ahead of myself. Uh, these people of uh, Babylon, wait a minute now. Uh, I got Daniel on my mind. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Amen. Daniel was most, most, most likely born into an upper class family in Jerusalem. As a teenager, he was deported to Babylon where he lived over 60 years. Daniel uh, initially served as a trainee in Nebuchadnezzar's court. He later became an advisor to foreign kings. So all of them, not only Daniel, but the Hebrew, the three Hebrew boys, they were also brought into captivity at an early age. And these were young and intelligent men. They were, they were men of God. And they was the these people needed. They were needed in this country. They took them and put them in, in, in Nebuchadnezzar's court and trained them to how they wanted to be. Uh, when King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians conquered Judah, they took thousands and of captives and transported them to Babylon, known as the Babylon exile. This number included the mighty men of valor royal descent, educated people, and skilled uh, artists from Jerusalem. The Babylonians had subdued all of the proverbs formerly ruled by the Assyrians and had consolidated their empire into an area that covered much of the Middle East. Now these people were broad and they, was, and they put them in position to help the king rule his kingdom. Amen. And uh, they were very smart and they were wise. They were people that loved God and they weren't going to serve no other God but God. Amen. King uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, what he did, he built a, he built a, um, a idol, an image, a golden image. And he said, I want y'all to worship this and fall down and worship this image when I, when these horns, these musicians, when these uh, musician, uh, musical instruments be played. And everybody did that, except the Hebrew boys. And he told them, say, listen, when they found out about it, he called them in to question and say, are y'all going to bow down? And he said, no, we're not going to bow down to your image. So we now he said, well, your God, is your God able to bring you out of this stuff? I said, sure, he's able. If he don't, I know he can. So we're not going to bow down. And that's what we're going to have to do. We're going we to have to, we're going to have to stand our ground. Come on, come on, come on. And, and, and not to uh, worship these images and not to be money hungry. Not Ooh, to be... Jesus. Uh, 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 not to be manipulated people, to manipulate people, not in the to house, people, 
People want to control a lot of folks. How can you control somebody else if you don't have no control over yourself? <laughs> if you did, on, you wouldn't try to control somebody else. That's you know, it. You know, people, they, they, they don't think ahead. They just think about right now. They don't think about the other side of the coin. Mm -mm. You can't control somebody else. Well, some people will let you control. But I'm not going to let nobody control me. Yeah. Now, what I can say, when I can say it, where I can say it, who I can say it to now, I'm going to be respectful. And if I don't agree with you, I'm going to let you know I don't agree. I was in a where you couldn't, you couldn't disagree. If you disagree, you was against the ministry. That's not, that don't mean you're just uh, against the ministry because you, you disagree with what they say and what they do. You know, it, that means you, you know what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. And you and if you go, if all the years that you've been teaching and preaching to me about this, what you've been saying to me all those years has been wrong. Come on, come on, bitch up. Now you finna change your message. You finna change from the good over to the bad and make come me on, think that that's I right. know what's going on. I know what's going on. Listen, I wasn't born yesterday. I wasn't born today. I know I was born on a Sunday, but not this Sunday. All recording is off. You know, so. Our recording is on. I'm going to listen to what you have to say, but that don't mean I have to agree with what you say. That don't mean what you're saying is right. I remember one time they were saying something. She said, you're supposed to be on my side. I said, no, I can't be on your side when you're wrong. I love it, but you're wrong. You know, you can't, ain't nobody right all the time. You ain't God. If you were God, that would be a different story, but you ain't God. That's right. Oh, right. you can't tell me who, what I, you know, that I'm going to be on. I am on your side, but you're wrong. I'm going to tell you the truth in love. You're wrong. You tell me the truth in wrong, so why can't I tell you the truth in love? So that's just not a one-sided story. You can tell me when I'm wrong, but I can't tell you when you're wrong. That's not, that's a one-sided, that's a one-sided, even if you, uh, there are some streets that there's one way in and one out. They still got two sides. In and out. So, but I'm not gonna let nobody tell me who I, you know, what I can do and what I can. Right. You know, the, the whole time ministry, I never took a vacation in 37 years. I, you know, I thought I was supposed to be there. I thought I was supposed to always be there. When people see you there, they're not gonna tell you not to be there. They're not gonna. So I'm not gonna never tell you to take a vacation. Now, only in your natural life, on a natural job. They give you a vacation your first year, you get a or get one week. And as you go on two or three years later, you get a month and stuff like that. I never took a vacation because I thought, you know, I was supposed to always be there. And they, you know, just took advantage of that and let me never take a vacation. The time I never spent as much time that I should have spent with my children. Now I was off on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I mean Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. But the thing is, there are other things we can do outside of the church. We can go to still be safe, go to Disney World and all that other stuff. You know, have fun, go on picnics and do stuff. I never spent that kind of time with them. And I feel, you know, feel kind of bad. I had to apologize to them because I, I didn't know any of them. I never left the state of Florida until 1989. I went to an insurance convention in Atlanta. That was the first time I'd been outside the state of Florida. 
from the time I've been here from 1951. No, I went, my, my father passed in 67, I went out, but that was a different program. But uh, people that control your life as long as you let them. And then when your eyes come open, I got to call you back. I'm back. Amen. We people who control your life. Come on, come on, come on. Hold on. Come on, come on, come on. Let's see if I can fix my own. Let's see. Let's see if I can fix my own. I'm not going to fix my own. I'm not going to fix my own. I'm not going to fix my own. Amen. Just bear with us one second. Amen. Bear with us one moment. And then give the man of God a few minutes to get back in. Hallelujah. Get ready, saints. Apostle Erica Robinson, founder and CEO of ELR Prophetic Shift Podcasting Network, has put together an all-star lineup that will have you praising and shouting as the truth from the Spirit of God is released. Now mark your calendars and prepare yourself on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Apostle Erica Robinson will be coming forth with Sunday Morning Manna. And on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pastor Jack Holman will take us to the river in God's Word. And on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the main course is served by Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. 
in apostolic alignment. And for dessert, on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Prophetess Glenda Lane will cover you in a mantle of prayer. Now you're just a phone call away from your blessing. So call in. The number is 636-422-0344. Again, that's 636-422-0344 on the days and times given. I promise you, you won't regret it. For more information, contact us at elrpropheticshift.wixsite.com forward slash podcast network. See you there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're sorry for the interruption of those technical difficulties, but we're back He's stronger than ever. Amen. Amen. And determined. But we, 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 uh, leaders are supposed to lead you. They're supposed to show you when you're wrong, reprove you when you need to be reproved, rebuke you when that's need to be done, and, and chastise you when that need to be done. I don't mind any of that. I don't mind any of that. You know, because that's the way it should be. If I'm out of line, you're supposed to let me know. If I need to be rebuked openly, I can take that. And, and stuff, because that's what we're supposed to be humble enough to take chastisement. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. When you know you're wrong, just take it and, and, and say, I'm sorry, it won't, it won't happen again. But, um, that's, we supposed to be just like the Hebrew boys and how Daniel them was. They didn't let nothing stop them from serving God. I mean, they was brought up in in, in, in how to serve that we they knew not supposed to serve no other God. They were brought up that way from children. So when they were taken into captivity, they never strayed away from what from their teaching. They stuck to what they what they knew and what they knew was right, and anything else was wrong. So they served the king, but they served God, first of all. So these children, they, these young men were about 15, 16, 17, somewhere around that age. And they had made up their minds that they weren't going to let nothing and nobody get in their way. Come on, come and, on, come and on. And that's what they did. So we have to do the same thing. We can't let white. We can't let children, we can't let jobs, we can't let family members, we can't Absolutely. let students, none of these things get in our way. Because Absolutely. I don't have a car, that don't mean you, you can go to church because they got, in, in some places you might not can go. But here in Miami, we got a bus line. Now, where my daughter lived out there in Augusta and Hesable, uh, there aren't any buses there. You just got to have your car. You just can't, you can't walk nowhere, not to no store. You can't walk nowhere. You got to have a car. But you in an area where you can get to church, you need to be there where you can get the teaching that you need to get, where you can preach the word of God. 
and it, it, preach it, preach love, preach it in uh, tell the truth in love. You know, we 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 got to be able to be trained. Uh, you just don't want to pick because some, you got a call in your life. You got to be trained how to use the call. Come on, come on, say that again, Pastor. You got to be trained how to use the call. What do you, you have a car and don't know how to drive? You just got a car sitting up in the yard. You got to know how to drive. You got to have a driver license. Then after you have a driver license, you got to have a tag. You got to have insurance. You got to have all that stuff before you can, you know, if you put it out there on the road and don't have those things, you're going to jail. And if you got, they're going to take your car and put it in, they're going to impound your car. Unless you got somebody to come get it. Suspend your license if you got any. If you don't have any, <laughs> you go, yeah, you got the gas. I done been through all that, so I'm telling you what I know. I ain't telling you what somebody told me. I done been there. But I was young and crazy, then saved and young, and then and then used no wisdom at all. Just for wild as a wild as a duck out in the in, in, in the in the wilderness. Come on, come on. You see, but but we have to be trained how to be good ministers, when to, what to speak, when to speak, and how to speak. And if the pastor always told us, say, if you're not invited in the pulpit, it's best to be asked up than to be asked down. So if nobody don't ask me in the pulpit, I don't rush up in there. I ain't that, you know, it don't mean that much to me to get up in there because I, I come to hear the word. I didn't come, I'm not preaching that day. I come to listen. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. So a lot of people they want they feel they feel so important they want to get up in full feet across their legs. Now sit out in the audience and listen. People see you, you don't have to be up front for you to be seen. You could be seen in the crowd. I was on my way one time, I was on my way to Georgia, and I'm walking up on the platform to the train train station, train station, and I heard this young man call me pastor. I'm looking around for the pastor. I'm looking around for the pastor. Well, pastor, pastor, pray for me. So who that boy talking to? <laughs> he rushed up to me and said, Pastor, pray for me. So I can't sleep at night. Then here come a Caucasian girl. Pray for me. I can't sleep at night. I'm having this problem. I said, these people don't know me, but God know you. That's it. That's it. God Thank knows you. you. That's right. God knows you. So I prayed for these people. And now my sheep came and y'all see. That made me feel good. You know, be able to pray for people and stuff. You know, sometime I was like last Sunday, I was getting ready to say something about my best friend Ella Hall. And, and, and the name jumped out of my mind. I said, no, I said, no, I don't need to slow down. I know what God is doing. These people names he gave me, he want me to pray for them now. Say that again. He want me to pray for these now. I'm talking. Sometimes I can call some get ready to call somebody's name. Sometimes your name will jump out my mouth. And I'll pray for you right there on the spot. Let me pray now. Because I don't know what's going on, what's trying to happen. So I pray for those people. And that's what you have to do. You have to obey God. I said, it's all right if I pray for these people. Because God just called their names. And said, you know, this is not something I want to do, but something God gave me. And I'm going to use it as often as I can. And, you know, so that's what I did. But we got to you learn how to sit back and and just be who God called you to be. Say God, it again. Yeah, my higher than I see. 
Be who God called you to be. I'm not trying to be Apostle Rodney Tate because I can't be him. I can't be uh, Bishop T.G. Jakes. God called me to be Franklin Goffin, and that's who I am. I can't live T.G. Jakes' life because he already came from where he was to where he is now. So I got to make a I got to make a life uh, make a statement myself in the gospel itself. So if you be who God called you to be, and wait on God to use you when He want to use you, how He want to use you, and when He want to use you, everything will be all right. Don't be in a rush. God is God is working on you to get you where He wants you to be. You think you're ready when you are not ready. Ah. Say that again, my God. You, you you think it's easy being a minister. You think it's easy being an apostle. You think it's easy being a prophet or a prophetess, or being an elder. Uh, yeah, me, I see being a bishop. Uh, it's not easy. I mean, you're getting fought from on every hand. Things are coming at you. The devil don't care nothing about you. You got friends you think you're you think they're your friends, they're not your friends. You know, they're your enemies, but you want to keep your friends close to you so you, you know, you know how to handle them. Come on, come on. Anyone anyway, else will never get that close to you. He's going to fight you from a distance. <laughs> he's going to try to, he gonna try to throw potash on you from a distance. That's what he's going to try to do. But God is trying to tell, it's not trying, but God is automatically end in five minutes. If you listen to what the Lord has to say to you, it's saying to you, and take it in, God is telling you, it's not your time yet. He keep telling me, I'm calling you higher, my son. I know it's not my time to be there yet. He's still working on me and to get me where I, where I need to be in him so I can do whatever he called me to do. He's preparing us for our next step. He's prepared us for the for the next level in our lives. He's come on, come on. The depths and higher heights in God. And he got a place that he want to take us if we allow him to take us. The more we fight and and and, and, and uh, uh be disobedient, the longer it'll take you to get to where you're going. And then some people never get to where God wants them because they're always fighting. They die and leave him with the work never started on, never started. But he got somebody else to put in their place. So we just wait. God will use it when he wants to use you. He'll use it in right. different places at different times. Come on, come on. You in there. We want to be famous and well-known and walk around, you know, you know, with your chest stuck out. And, 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 and you can't even see your feet before your chest so big. You can't see your feet. But God want to use you. In his time, when God speak to you, say, this is t your time. Like the, the man was speaking on that, it's your time. When your time comes, nobody can stop if you and your, if you are available. Nobody can stop you. You got to be available. You got to be in every class. You got to pass every test. You got to go from one step to the next. You just can't stand still in more time. You got to move forward. And God can use you that way. He be, he's looking for humble people. He's looking for meek people. He's looking for people who are ready to serve. People who are willing to serve. People who love. If you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to stick with it long. 
You got to love it. If you love it, you'll stay there. That's it. All the tribulation tests and times. You'll stay there no matter what. So that's what the children of Israel, this is what um, the children of Israel, the three Hebrew boys did. Now, that, that they was out of their element. They were taken from their home, from their country, and brought into another culture. And they had to learn a new culture. They had to do things different from what they did at home. They had to yeah. serve another thing. That's she came a higher. So you got to come learn on, how, come to, on, come on, how to operate with other people. Like I tell people, I can work with anybody. Because it, it takes two, you know, take two people to fight, two people to argue. If you arguing, I don't have to argue because you arguing. You got to learn how to control yourself. Self-control. That's, right. That's too much energy arguing. I can use the argument. I can use that energy to break. I can use that energy to fast. I can use that energy to get in the word and to study. Instead of arguing about stuff that don't mean nothing. If you got a problem, you need to sit down and talk about it calmly, like two human beings, two adults, two mature adults. You know, you got to be able to talk. If me and you arguing and fussing, you screaming, I'm screaming, we're not getting anywhere. We're just screaming at one another. That's it. We're not learning. We're not solving the problem. The problem getting bigger and getting out. Then got out of the Next thing would be you become the blows at the one. You be throwing hands. So God wants us to do it His way. His way is the best way. There's no other way. Your way is is wrong if you're not lined up with God. Put God in the midst of what you're doing, and everything will work out fine. You gonna make some mistakes. You got to be transparent. You got to be able to tell. I messed up. Yeah, I messed up, and I'm, I'm I'm not bragging about it, but I messed up bad. I'm jacked up, but I repent. With the help of the Lord, I'm going forward. People love people who are honest. You know, you, you can't hide stuff if you go sooner or later. Stuff that you've done in the past is going to come to the front. They're going to circle back like a boomerang. It's coming back. But we're going to have to be able to do like the Hebrew boys did. They refused to bow down to the king. They refused to bow and, and, and worship the image, the golden image. So what he did, he said, since y'all won't bow down and what you go, we go, I'm gonna throw y'all into the fire first. Then first of all, y'all heat it up seven times more than what it should be. Heat it up, heat it up, heat it up. So he called some of his men of valor, some of his strong men. They bound those young men, tied them up with their clothes on. And the men that threw them in the fire, the fire consumed them. That goes to show you how how mighty and powerful our God is. See, when you try to destroy God's people, you wind up getting destroyed yourself. And, and they fell in. And the king looked down and said, did we not throw, throw three men in? They said, yes, king, we did. He said, but I see four men walking around and loose. And one looked oh, like oh, a oh. Let me tell you something. God is powerful. He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. All in one time. You don't have to wait till he get there. He's already there. When you get there, he's already there before you get there. Yes, Lord. Yeah, she came a high. Lady, I sue a high. Your blessings is what you do. Whatever blessings God got for you, can nobody else have you because your name is on your package. Whatever it is. 
Nobody can get what belongs to you. So this see, the, 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 the wealth of the heathen is laid up for us. All the homes and, and stuff that they got, their money, their billions of dollars, it's laid up for us because we know what to do with the money. I got plenty, I got plenty of ideas in my head. There we can build homes. I heard Apostle talking about building a college, a Bible college. That's good. We need all of that. We need schools. We need teachers. We need homes for people with a shelter that don't have nowhere to go. Uh, we need to oh. clothing for the people that are naked, medicine for those that are sick. Hey, she came on whole shot. Leave me outside. We need, need counsel for those that need to be counseled. It's, it, it takes money. It, and then favor is better than money. God can speak to somebody and get it all done at one time. Favor. The favor of God. Unmerited favor. We don't deserve it, but God give it to us anyhow. Now, see, we are, we're the king's kids. Ah, yeah. We're the king's walk kids. Walking, walking, He take care of his children. God is not a deadbeat daddy. You don't have to. You don't have to take him to the court to get child support. You don't have to stand to make sure he take care of his children. You he will now. Automatically, automatically, he take care of us. He said, "The wealth of the unjust." but later for the just. And I believe that with all of my heart. I've seen what God has done in my life and others' lives. When I didn't have money, God sent somebody. I made one phone call and told him, you don't have to explain nothing. I'll be back in a few minutes. And he came back not with a promissory note or a personal check. He came back with $2,000 cash in his hands. Walk in. They go take care of your business, what has to be done. I didn't have money to pay my mortgage. I didn't have money to buy my children clothes. I didn't have money to buy clothes, uh, food. I didn't have money to put gas in my car. But God sent somebody. Jesus, come on, come on. He sent somebody. And I didn't have no money. I had went everywhere trying to borrow. I even went to the credit union because I was a member of the credit union. They kind of credit union. Now met Miami Day credit union. And I changed a whole lot of stuff. But, uh, I went to, they say, you not have, but God sent somebody that I didn't even know had money. I went to people who I, I went to a man who I know got money, but he told me he couldn't help me. I couldn't get mad with him because that was his money. But God had somebody set up. He told me, say, son, stand still. So you don't went everywhere. Stand still to see the salvation of the Lord. And that's what God done for me. I yes, stayed up all night praising God, giving him praise. God. Nothing like that had never happened to me before. But that's the kind of God we serve. Yes. He loves us. He loved, he loved the sinner too. Just he hates the sin that they're committing. He wants them saved. He wants them healed, set free and delivered. He wants them serving him. That's why they are here. That's why we're here to preach the gospel. To the lost at any cost. That's why we are here to tell them the good news that Jesus is alive and well. Honey, I seek it. He Glory to the Lord my God. He'll save you just like he saved me. My soul, He'll save you just like he saved me. I walked in the church one night 
one Tuesday, Wednesday night, whatever night it was. I walked in the church and I seen some women dancing under the power of God. And I said, Lord, that's we're not. I used to go to the general on 36th Street. I used to jump from nine to five. You could rain the water out of my clothes. And you could hear the water, hear, hear the water squishing in my shoes. I would dance. Only time I would take a break when the band took intermission, I took intermission. But I would dance up a storm. I mean, every other Friday night, uh, either every other Saturday night, I would, they had to run me home because I didn't want to stop. So when I went into the, in the church and I seen the women dancing, and I didn't know what was going on, so I don't see no, I don't see no tables set up in here. I don't smell no alcohol. The lights are on when you're in the club, you know, they, the lights are really dim. So and I said, Lord, I want what they got. And I, and I stayed until I got what they got, what they had. And these were no little women dancing under the power of God. These were some huge women. So I know God moved them around. He could have moved me. And I didn't know what happened, but they did. So I stayed until I got what they had. And I'm still with God. I done had some hard trials, but all of them were for my good, to make me stronger. Not only for me, but to be able to help other folks that come along that same pathway. Some trials that I done went through, they might be in now, and I can tell them that I, God brought me out here to bring you out. And I tell a lot of people, you'll be all right. Just keep trusting in God. Lean not to your own understanding, but trust in God. That's what the Hebrew boys did. They said, if God don't deliver us, we're going to trust in him anyhow. Come on, come on. There you see it, he, he, You got to trust him when you can't trace it. Ah, Lord, 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 trust him when you can't trace it. Sometimes you feel like you're all alone. God is nowhere in sight, but he's working in the background. Now, come on, come on. <laughs> working in the background while you're going through. It's all right to cry. It's all right to mumble a little bit, but don't continue to mumble and grumble and complain. Because your mumble and grumble and complain ain't, ain't got nobody out of what they was in. And never will. I tell people that complaining was going to get us out of anything. Black folks got a patent on complaining. We got a, we got a patent on it. We got a patent. And they might have it on, you know, in a book somewhere. But it, it's going to get us out of what we're in. We got to trust God. We got to praise him until we come, come out. On, come on, don't come on, come on. Don't wait till trouble come to praise him. Praise him before trouble come. Jesus. We come are. on, Pastor. Now, see, Kim, my high. Paul used to sing that song. Don't wait till the battle is over. Shout now. That's right. That's right. We got to shout now. Jesus. Don't wait till the battle. Anybody can glorify God when it came out. But can you glorify him when you're in the trial? When you can, you can you go to church? Can you lift up your head? Can you smile? Can you laugh? Can you still love? Can you still forgive? Oh, see, yeah. Low my higher seal. That's what we have to do. Walk it, Pastor. God wants to be just like his son, Jesus. We got to imitate Jesus. Our children imitate us. I see little girls imitate their mother walking around with their high heel shoes on and with their dresses on and the hats and putting makeup on the face because they see the mamas do it. So they do it. Imitation, that we have to do. Imitate God. If he spoke the world into existence, we could speak problem. We can speak to the problem they got to go. 
Come on, we come on, speak, come on. We can speak. Just like you speak negative, instead of speaking negative, speak positive. My child is healed. My, my daughter is saved. My husband is saved. He's no longer drinking. You got to say, no matter how bad it gets, how worse it gets, you got to continue to say, he's saved. He's delivered. Or she, or whatever the problem is, whatever the situation is, trust God. Hey, my God. God, God got more sense than all of us got. See, he already know the end. The end always comes before the beginning. He knows. <laughs> I'll let see. That's he, it. He, you better he say it. He know what the end result is. Are going to be. So it's up to us to walk up right before him. It's up to us. Come on. It's time the test of time. Trials are not going to kill you. People talking about you are not going to kill you. Just going to hey. make you. Jesus. Let, let them lie on me. They lied on my daddy. On the cross, and he was dying. He said, Father, hold us not that they charge. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Even when they were stoned in Stephen's death, Stephen looked into the heavens and saw Jesus. He said, Father, lay this not to they charge. Now, this is a man watching people stone him to death, but yet he wasn't trying to get revenge or retaliate or was angry with them. He was the first one to be martyred. Now they are cool him. He preached the word was so anointed that people got saved. He was set to with the Holy Ghost. That's how come that's what we have to do. Preach the gospel in season and out of season. Believe me, I see. There's no out of season for the gospel. The, season, on, the, gospel, the, the gospel is year round. Preach it. When you can't say it, walk it. Hey, God. How do y'all see? Walk the gospel. People, people know that's the difference between you and them. They look at your face and they can see there's a light on you. How they be I see? Me, I see the car. When I'm around here washing my truck and washing my wife's car, I have my photos, I have the doors open, the windows down, my music blasting, and people coming around listening, talking to me about Jesus. I'm a Makusha. Walked up to me one day and said, Why you don't have your music on? So I turn it on and say, now nah, you're talking. Go ahead on. See, people know this stuff. You think people don't know this stuff? When, when, when you, a crime is committed and the police come and ask questions, did anybody hear any shooting? Did anybody see anything? Did anybody hear anything? I don't care what's going on any time of the night. Somebody see it. Somebody hear it. Somebody know something about it. There's nothing going on in the face of the earth that nobody, somebody don't know something about. They might yes. see person. But people just don't speak up. They don't want to get involved until one of their family members get killed. Then they want to tell the world, you got to find it. No, you just speak on that other woman's hair. Why somebody should speak on your behalf? But we got to stand up and tell the world dying men and women, boys and girls, that Jesus is on his way back. That's right. And time is not as long as it has been. Release it. Last week, now we're at the first of the month, August the 1st. It seemed like it was last, uh, seemed like it was last, last August that me and my wife got married, August the 10th, 2012. Here it is. Almost August the 12th, 
August the 11th, August the 10th, I mean, August the 10th, 2021. Nine years. Time is going so fast. When I was a little boy, it looked like it took Christmas forever to get here. And, but now, you snap your fingers, it's Christmas morning. But, you know, it's, it's a different era, a different generation. People are different mm -hmm. from when we was coming along. We had a bitch when I was coming along that people in our neighborhood can let us do what we want to do. I said, we said something wrong, they was on us. Like, why don't we Christ? Right. And with the village that kept us out of jail and out of the cemetery, they done took, you can't punish a child. You got to say, mind what you say to a child in school now. You got to, you got to afraid it so like you're a lawyer in a courtroom. And yeah, I see you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But if little Johnny's wrong, you tell him he's wrong. We used to get, we used to get whippings in school. Now, you better not draw a whip on a belt or a, a paddle on a child. You going to jail for life. No. They don't know what they don't. Listen, we was coming up while we got whippings in school. And we had to take a note home. They sent a note home. You got to take it home for your mom or dad to see it. And if you didn't take it, they would call, call drop by and say, did Johnny give you that note? What note? Come here, boy. Say it, say it, Pastor. Those were the days then. Each generation get wicked and wise, and that's what has happened. And the parents who are parenting children, they're, they're nothing but cheering themselves. They're teenagers with babies. You know, they didn't pay attention to what their mama taught them. They got threatened at an early age. And I tell women and men, tell women all over the world, all over everywhere I go, that your pregnancy was not an accident. God is not an accident. God don't condone accidents. Not when it comes to pregnancy. Yes, that baby's supposed that baby's supposed to be here. Because that baby's gonna make a change in your life and in somebody else's life. If you get raped, and I understand how you feel, I don't I, mean, I can't understand, but I understand how you feel, how you might feel, you might want to have an abortion, but that child has nothing to do with what happened to you. And that's how it was supposed to come into this world. Nothing that's happened. That's you have that baby. If you don't want him, give him up for adoption. I give her up for adoption. And a lot of women have been been molested when they was coming in. Like George Marcy, how her dad molested her from the, you know, and it and and, and, and it, it took her a long time to get over stuff like that. But you can't hold you, you can't hold grudges. You can't hate folks. You can't because that's a spirit. And that God My God. It's a spirit that they don't have no control over. God allowed that to happen. So you can tell somebody else later in life what you came through. That'll help a lot of people, a lot of women, and help a lot of men because a lot of young boys have been molested also by somebody in their family, some friend, or something like that. You know, it, 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 you just have to. Learn how to cope with it. And the best way to cope with it, get these 66 books. And, and this is our guideline. This is our Come map. On, this is our map. How that we should live, how we should forgive, how we should love. Don't hold grudges. Don't retaliate. No resentment. Live here. Now, don't be disobedient. Don't be rebellious. 
and, and the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. And we at the church, we got to stay, we got to stay alert. We got to stay alert. Praying is good, but if you're not watching, prayer ain't gonna do no good. You got to watch as well as pray. So you will see something coming. If God show yourself, pray against it. Finally, wow. I see. Come against the devil in the quickness. You got power. God gave us power. He gave us authority. And he gave us dominion. If the church is using what they, what God has given us, the power, authority, and dominion, it wouldn't be no crank houses. It wouldn't be no uh -oh. jail. It wouldn't be Come no hospital. It wouldn't be no, we wouldn't have to go to the emergency room. And if we did what God told us to do, we got power, authority, and dominion. We're supposed to have control over this whole world. Everything that goes on in it, if it's not right, we're supposed to be able to cut it off in an instant. That's right. Come on, come on, Pastor. Come on. I heard a lady was saying how they were talking on, on the radio, the television, one I was listening to, where over there in the country where, where it was crime was so heavy. So the pastors got together and they went to the stadium with the praying, and the crime rate went down, murder rate went down. So the people, the government uh paid them paid the uh paid the or the stadium owners where they can go and pray. See, see, see what the government don't want to have to go through all this stuff. That's why we are here to take charge and control of things. Put things the way it should be, put things in order and keep them in order. We don't have time to be jealous of one another. We don't have time to be envious of one another. We don't have time to be covenants over somebody else's yes, stuff. Yes, come on, Pastor. You're in there. We don't have time for any of this stuff. We don't have time for it. And too many people are dying and going into the judgment. And, and we're around here fighting over, well, won't you be baptized in the name of who? And, 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 and what about the uh, communion and all this kind of stuff? The Bible says that we should do it as often as we should. We do it in the day. You can do it three or four times a day if you want. It, don't, it. it don't put no time. It don't put no time. Um, you know, don't time how many times you can do it. Once a week, once a month. We have, I mean, listen, I, I got something I'm going to start doing it every day, three times a day. Because that's the healing come to the communion. We got to take it. So God is a good God. This word is a powerful thing. It's on the pages. And I got another message. I'm not going to mention it because somebody might grab along with it. <laughs> you know, but, I, <laughs> but that's all right because God will give me something different to say. There was a Bible bookstore on 7th Avenue called The Pages of Life. And my wife and he was sitting down talking about it the other day. And I said, that's a good message, honey. The Pages of Life. And this is what the book is. The pages of life, the pages of life, our lives is on the pages of the 66 books. Any and I see. Hey, look at him. You can preach for me in a book in the Bible with the pages of life. That's it. Oh my God. Oh my God. This thing is so good, my God. I feel like, woo, my Jesus is me and him is having a good time. Have your way, Holy Ghost. I love it. I love it. I love it. I thank God for this opportunity. Apostle Lerico, I really thank God for you. I thank God how you opened up. This. Oh, my God. You just don't know how much I appreciate you. 
uh, what God has given you to do, and you invited me in. Hey, I feel good. Woo, look at you. I listen. I don't have to see any of those folks that I'm preaching to, but I know they can hear my voice. Come on, you you in there? You in there? This is a seven seven eight year old man. Feel like he can run around the block, but I take care of that little later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> I feel good. I feel good all under. And, and and but we we just got the our job as ministers, as pastors, as apostles, as prophets and prophets and bishops and overseers. Hey, hey, highly I see, any I seek at any evangelist. We our job is to get the good news out. And, you know, if that's nothing wrong with God wants to live a good life, because if you want to, if you want to win people to Christ, you can't be walking around here, boy, you know, in rags of clothes, smelling and carrying on. No, you got to smell good. You got to look good. You got to take care of your hygiene. You got to take care of your physical body. You got to look like somebody. You out there on the street talking. You you, you smelling. You smelling lying. You preaching. I mean. It, there's nothing wrong with having a five, six bedroom house. And, you know, God don't want to continue to stay in an apartment when in you know, a one bedroom apartment. You know, He mm. don't want you to stay. If you're gonna stay in a neighborhood in an apartment, get it. You know, ask God where He wants you to move to. And if not, ask you get out there and change the neighborhood that you live in. Oh, you you speaking that? Change the way people live in the neighborhood you in the neighborhood you live in. You can do that with the power that is invested in you, with the thought that God has given you, with the dominion God has given us. We could change the neighborhood. Jesus. You know what I'm talking about? It's so bad. I want to move out of here because my children, listen, I did that. I ran, took my children and left and ran up in Miramar. I ran up there, but listen, I don't care what people live, there's crime. You can't run yes, from a thief. You can't run from a murderer. You can't no, run okay. from a person. You can't run from trouble. Because where you go trouble, we'll find trouble is already there. Just hey. not yet. So, you know, we could change our neighborhoods. We could change the people in our neighborhood with the gospel, the way we live our lives. The way we talk to one another. We can't be going around not speaking to Sister Sue. And you go to church on Sunday morning and you balance, open your mouth and speak to somebody, rolling your eyes. Oh, you walking in, walking in. You know, how can you do some stuff like that? And you and you a child of the king. Like I just said a few minutes ago, Jesus was on, listen, they whipped him. They spat on him. They plucked his beard out of his face. They whipped him. Tell he was unrecognizable. Jesus. Then they gave him a cross. I don't know how much he weighed, but he had to drag it. And then he fell with it. And this guy came along and picked up and carried a little while, but he said, No, this is my cross. I got carriers. This man went through some stuff. There's nobody living, dead or dying, could have went through what he went through. Nobody uh -huh. but Jesus himself. God uh -huh. chose him. Because he probably went back and checked out the patriarchs. You know, none of them, none of them could do this. Because Moses was a murderer. Abraham was a liar. And a few other ones not there. You know, so he had to get somebody. So Jesus spoke up and said, Daddy said, yeah, I'll go. His son, you show? Yeah, I'll go, Daddy. I got this. 
not going to walk in the park. And that's what he did for you and I. And 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 and, and we sometimes are under not only we, but me myself. Why we don't do what God wants us to do? That's it. This man went through something for us that he came to change the way we live. Yeah, the way we you eat. Walking it, you walking it past. I mean, change our health from sickness to heal, from mental diseases and all this kind of stuff. When they put that cross, I put that crown, I sent it through a crown of a crown of thorns, sent it to on his head. Ah, that took care of everything in the head. Jesus. Migraine headaches. A lot of y'all see it, y'all caught. Everything from the head to the mouth to the throat. He took care of everything. Man, you know. I tell my wife all the time, I said, I feel better, but I was stop saying you in pain. Stop saying it. I know you hurt, but stop saying it. I say I'm healed. Listen, I, I tell them something. Sometimes I get up in the morning, I feel like I've been hit with a Mack truck and didn't have no wheels on it. But, you know, somebody just threw it and hit me. It didn't have no wheels on it hit me. But I set up, and I thank God for waking me this morning. And I, I know I can't jump out the bed like when I was 20 and, and younger. I know I can't do that. Jump out the bed if you want to. Somebody have to pick you up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Because oh your balance God. is not as good as it used to be. Age bring on by the change. You walking it. You walking it. Like I tell some people, I said, listen, when you get past two hours old, boy, things go to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Used to be a time when babies were born, they were born with their eyes closed. Now they, they were walking. What's going on, Doc? Hey, mama, what's up, girl? <laughs> My God. <laughs> they, they, that's how they do it. Doc, what's up? What hospital are we in? Yes, Mark. <laughs> you know, the babies are smarter now. I got a, a four-year-old grand great-grandson. That boy got an iPhone, iPhone, um, um what it is, what they call it, the um he um call us on the iPhone. I mean he FaceTimed the grandpa. Come get me. I said, boy, I can't even get back to your house. I ain't been over there one time. <laughs> I mean, wow. three years old. Got an iPhone. Ain't could master that thing. Call his mama. Call his daddy. As a matter of fact, I just married his mom and daddy here a couple of months ago. And stuff. So, but things have changed from the time when I was born up until now. We had midwives, and they said they said they do more midwives now. All of us was born in the house. If there was any doctors in the way, nobody never heard of him. Uh, you know, you couldn't spell the word doctor, couldn't spell the word physician, because I never heard it. Mama was the doctor. Mama was the chief surgeon. Whatever was wrong with you, mama fixed it. You know, never left in. We were 27 miles from the doctor. You'd be dead before you get there. Technology has gotten the way it is now. You can come on, come on. You can do business on the phone. You can have all you can pay all your bills on online now, and keep up with what's going on with your bank account. Back then, and it's and back then, boy, telephone was never heard of. It was a long time before I seen a telephone. I was twelve yeah. years old before we got a telephone. I was twelve years old before we got a, a TV in our house. 
I remember all that. Jack down the street from where I'm living at now. You know, they had no color TV. They gave you a color piece of, uh, gave you a piece of screen, piece of paper that you could put on your screen and make your picture look like it's color. You know, black and white, baby, black and white. You know, but look where we have come from. I tell them it was a time that Joseph Keller building didn't exist. There was a time when when Claude Pepper's building didn't exist over here on, on the other side of 54th Street. There was junkyards over there. I remember 54th Street was the Drake Road. You know, a lot of places I could lay my hands on and take people and tell them, I'm, listen, I live history. I'm a part of history. I know where we come from. I don't. I didn't come like when my mom and them, my grandma and all them. I know slavery, and we was enslaved. You know, and then that wasn't all. You know, cause our uh, 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 chiefs and elders in, in the tribe opened the door where they could come in and take the people and trade for us. Cause then you just couldn't walk up in Africa like you wanted to do. Cause they had it blocked off where you couldn't get in there. But our chiefs and elders and kings. Open the door and let them come through, and they started trading for us with a little, with a little trigger that they had. That's how we got here. And thousands and thousands of died on the way here, never got to America. Some jumped off the boat and committed suicide because they didn't want to be enslaved. But God came that we won't be, have to be a slave to sin anymore. He died, that we won't have to be sick anymore. That we don't have to be poor. God gave us his riches and took our poorness. Huh? Shed it and took our poverty. Took it on himself. He left his, left his kingdom and came here on a filthy, dirty, sinful world and walked the face of the earth and was an example for all of us. And mean to tell me we can't do like he did? What's wrong with us, church? It took me a long time to figure out what the church was. But I found out that we the saints, we are the church. We just go to a building to get instructions. You know, and a lot of people are afraid to leave the church now because of Corona. But when you let something run you in, make you hide from the outside world, you're not who you say you, who you are. They are wondering where the church is. People are sick. And you need to, we need to, we need to get out and tell the people about it. He's so good. I thank God for this message, the Hebrew boys. And when they came out, the king told them, come, let me talk to you. Let me see. And he said, I see you not, your hair not singed. You don't smell of smoke. And they said, from now on, from this day on, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we're going to serve their God. And anybody that don't, they're going to be killed. So that, see them three boys live the life before the king. Now, so their lives made a difference for whole nation, for whole kingdom, to change the way they would live and have a better life. And that's what it's all about. We live before our children. We got to talk to our spouses the way we should talk to them. We got to treat them the way they should be talked to them. We got to love them. My children said, Daddy, I never heard you and Mama argue. I mean, she wanted to argue, but, you know, I told her, you know, that's a better thing to do than argue, honey. You ain't getting argue now. 
uh, you know, we did say, Dad, I remember some of the stuff that they don't, they had forgot to even tell me. So I said, Boy, how you, you remember? This? Yeah, Dad, I remember all that. Because you were a, a father to us. You taught us and trained us and showed us by the way that's you right. and you know, and that's what that what the father we're the head of the house. That don't mean we are brutes. We don't control. Uh -oh. I rule uh -oh. my with, I rule my house with love. Love conquers all. Oh. Love conquers all. Say it, say it. And love and kindness have our drawn thee. And they, people see how, you know, how me and my wife, I, you know, she, she get in the car, I'm going to put the seatbelt on, boom. And she, no, her hands, her hands not working right now. I'm going to put the seatbelt on. <laughs> and when we stop, I take the seatbelt off. Open the door and take the seatbelt off. People, we, 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 we are the light of the world. People are watching here, looking for something. These people on the on South Beach over here, these old Jews that people still, these people, oh, they're old. They're old. I don't know whether they're four, five, hundred, but you know, they still walking, holding each other's hand. Young folk look like the boy, he's ahead of the girl, and she trying to kill, trying to keep up. <laughs> that, well, that's true. That's true. You talking. You see these joker walking around here with the pants down to the knees, one hand on the pants, and the other hand, he, you, you can't protect her. Huh? Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing you could do. Ain't nothing you could do. And she right along with it. See, these women got to get some sense. Uh-oh. They got Dang to get it, anybody can tell you that they love you, that you're fine. Your daddy probably told you that. And I told Vicky when she was a little girl, I said, baby, you was a pretty little time. So look at this pretty girl right here. You was, you was my princess. And I call her princess right now. You know, you 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 got to train these girls. Daddies are needed in the home, not in the streets at night. When you oh, get off work, mothers, when you get off from work, cut out being with the girls. It's all right to have a girl's night out, but don't make that every night out. You need to be home with your daughters and your sons and your husband, where y'all can train your children up the way they should go. Sit down and study the Bible with them. Pray with them. I pray with Rodney Henry and Latavia and, and Brian and, and Annette. We, when I used to come home and work, the mama had them on their knees every day. That's what we're supposed to do. The Jewish people, the children, they know their history. They know where they come from. They know their heritage. But most black folk don't know who nobody is. No, they don't. You know, because their parents don't know either. Mm-mm. You know, but they got stuff what stuff that we invented. You go to the library and read up on you might not even have to go to the library if you go online and find anything you want to find out. That's how far technology comes. They didn't put our history nothing about in So they talking about Columbus discovered America. How can you discover a country that's already inhabited? All recording is on. How can you? So they had to change that. And then he wouldn't have found America if he wouldn't have been a black guy on the boat with him. He'd probably been floating around out there right now. But I just thank God for, for the Hebrew boys. And, and, and I'll probably do the other part later because I don't want to be on too long. Um, 
this the first part. This is part Last one. party in the conference. Amen. We're going to uh, cut off here. I thank God for you. And I hope somebody got something out of what I said. Mm -hmm. so, My God. Man, hallelujah. Amen. We, we thank God for, for, for today. Amen. We just thank God for what he's doing uh, in the season of his people. Amen. We just thank God for what uh, how God is uh, truly using you. Uh, Pastor God, he's using you in this season. Amen. He's using you. Amen. For the glory. Amen. You just don't know how much of impact that we as leaders right now are making an impact. Lives are being changed in different countries. Lives are being changed even in the certain states. And, you know, one thing I learned about that, sometimes you're not welcome in your own home. And like in Florida, I am not welcome here. And I'm going to say it out loud. I'm not welcome here in Florida. Because if I was welcome here in Florida, we would have enough backup, amen, to spread the gospel. Amen, like we're supposed to do. And, and it's time to get out and, and step out of those walls. Uh, and you said, you know, your your, uh, your message was today was to stand your ground. And we have to learn to stand our ground. Stand our ground for what is right. If you know you're supposed to be here in, in, in service or you know you're supposed to be in position and you're not in position, you are out of position. When you are not in the place where God has called you to be, amen, you are out of position. When you are being rebellious, amen, being rebellious, you're being out of position. When you're not doing what God called you to do and put your position to do, you're still out of position. So we give God glory for that uh, that powerful word that went forth on today. Amen. We are currently doing, still doing our calculations as far as uh, the listening population that is tuning in throughout the week. Not uh, uh, is this is not just on Facebook. We are on multiple streamlines. Amen. And God has opened up the door. We have multiple streamlines, not just social media, but the radio uh, network and the internet radio network. God has opened up the streamlines that we uh, that lives uh, as they speak. They're uh, being touched and being changed and being set free and being delivered. Amen. And if you don't think people don't think you're making an impact, yes, you are. You are making an impact. Amen. And even in the midst of that, amen, uh, you have people that calling in. You have people that are looking at you at uh, a Periscope TV on YouTube and many others and uh, other than 19, 19 other internet radio platforms in the conference room. So we are, let me tell you, God is, 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 this is kingdom expansion. It's about kingdom expansion. When we begin to recognize what kingdom expansion uh, is, is all about, amen, uh, it's not about us. Like you said, it's not about us. It's uh, about the kingdom, uh, the kingdom of God. It's not about how we feel or how many people you can put in a building. Let me tell you, the building right now is evolved. Now, I'm saying that some of the churches are still doing it. They still have the people in the buildings. But my question is, are you reaching more souls like you're supposed to? Amen. Uh, you be filled with 100 people or 30 people or 60 people or 40 people. But when you step outside the walls, how many lives are being touched by the ministry, God's ministry? It's not our ministry. It's not uh, 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 Eagle's life. It's not love and action. Okay. It's not royal priesthood. It's God's. That's just the assignment that He gave us to certain demographic areas that God has assigned us to. 
Amen. And we as leaders, see, and people need to learn how to stand, stay in their lane. And if you learn to stay in your lane and stay in your lane and stay what God called you to do and stop being so arrogant. There's too many arrogant. And I'm, I, I, Since you said it was staying your ground on today. Amen. We do have a lot of arrogant preachers, arrogant prophets, arrogant apostles, arrogant pastors, arrogant evangelists, preachers, mm. teachers, bishops, overseers. However, you have a whole bunch of arrogant folks in the kingdom. And God is not pleased with that. And that's the reason why the, the strands are getting worse. The times are getting worse because of the signs of the times. Church, we need to wake up. We cannot reach out to the people that are unsaved and we're acting like a bunch of fools. We can't reach out and say oh, one minute we're here on Sunday morning or we're on Saturday morning, but then yet you out there sitting with your buddy on the bus, you cursing. That don't make no sense. Or you sitting driving your car or walking down the street. You at the street corner and your buddy cussing instead of you correcting him, you don't correct him because he got to see the Christ in you. The Christ of the, the Christ has to be in you. Not not you being religious. We got too many men, people doing lip service and religious service. We need people that's going to do God's service. Amen. And that's what it's about. That's what the kingdom is about. So listen, it says do not be moved. I'm not moved by none of this. I'm not moved by none of this. I don't have to be in nobody's pulpit. The world is my pulpit. The earth is where we serve. That's where we worship. That's why we're attacking 7 million people. That's why we're attacking 8.6.7 million people. That's why uh, uh, 4.2 million people are listening. That's why 2.9 million of people are listening. All because of the fact that, amen, we, we, we reach beyond what we can handle. See, God knows what we can handle. So he gives us a capacity. He said, I'm giving you a capacity. That's a difference with being uh, a different being a pastor. Because a pastor, when you're at a local local level pastor, a local level pastor, they're going to deal with the people hand on. But when you're an apostle, hello, somebody. It, 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 it means that we got to reach many other people and then train the leaders enough to position them to put them in place. Like, okay, hello, hello, somebody. Amen. So we have to know what our place is. Amen. We have to know what our position. You a prophet. If you say you're a prophet, a prophet's supposed to guide. But they also got to line up with the apostle. They can't, can't be rebellious. Pastors can't be rebellious. Evangelists cannot be rebellious with one another. No, we're not. We're supposed to be on the same team. If we can't be on the same team, we might not be on the team at all. Because this is Team Jesus. It's not Team Erica. It's not Team Golfing. It's not Team Glenda. It's not Team Nobody. It is Team Jesus. Amen. So I pray that somebody that is listening right now got what we were talking about, that it's about the kingdom. It's time. We don't do tricks and treats in the kingdom. There's no time to be a, a, a coward in the kingdom. We got to, like you said, stand your ground. That's a powerful message. Stand your ground. Even with the, the people in the churches and stuff like that. Uh, the schoolhouse, amen, teaching these children about homosexuality and, and, and giving them an opportunity to choose what sex their, their child wants to be. No, you teach your children at home. If you spend your time at home with your kids instead of be running in the street like a whoremonger or whatever the case is, you've been too busy and your child shouldn't have to learn from no, no, no teacher on the outside teaching them and corrupted them when you could teach them about what is right and what is wrong. It says stand your ground. That message on today was stand your ground. 
So we have to really stand our ground. And after we stand our ground, we reposition ourselves. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight on Sunday Night Raw. Reposition yourself for greatness. Are you ready for it? Let's Amen. see. Let's see. Amen. So we thank God for uh, uh, Pastor Goffin. You are a blessing. We spend special greetings out to Love and Action Christian Center out there in the city of city of Miami, Florida, and to Elect Lady Goffin. Amen. We pray strength for her. We speak to her body right now in the name of Jesus. Every single sciatica, sciatica nerve that is attacking her body right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to touch in the power and agreement that God moves right now. And anybody that is listening live, put a comment on the screen. If you want prayer right now, put a comment on the screen so we can look up because I can look up and we can see, amen, what it is. If you got, you want to send me a text, send me a text. I can look on the text right now. You send me a text for what you want us to pray for. Amen. What you want us to pray for because there is a, a prayer. Amen. It says the prayers of the righteousness avail it much. Amen. So we're open up the platform. One, not just for not just for prayer, but we're opening up for those who are not saved. Those amen. who are not saved. Amen. And we're inviting you. Amen. Right now, you are invited to come right now on this room. Those who are listening to the multiple platforms. And for those who want to come on the line, here's the line right here. We are inviting you to come in right now for the next couple of minutes. For those who are not saved, amen, we're going we gonna to pray you through. Amen. If you're not saved and you do not know Jesus from the pardon of your sin, amen, we want you to get today and get it now because the time is of the essence and time is running out. Amen. We're going to live. If we're going to live right, we're going to live right. If you're going to live raggedy, the Bible says, choose this day who you serve. See, it's a choice. We have a freedom of choice. And when you got a freedom of choice, amen, uh, uh, you have an opposite. Uh, you look, there's two elevators, one going up and one going down. Which one you want to go? Mm. We're not going to sugarcoat. See, one thing about that, we don't sugarcoat boo-boo in the kingdom. Real kingdom folks don't sugarcoat, sugarcoat and, and, and say boo-boo in the kingdom. No, they say the truth. Why? Because it's the truth that's going to set us free. It's the truth that's going to break the bondage. And we got you got to gird up and be with leaders, amen, and partner uh, alongside with leaders, not just being covering the world. See, people think when you are covering, you're controlling. It's not that you're controlling. No, you're working along so you can help the next person, amen, that is that, is, that you're training or that moving out, amen, so they can exalt, they can move further past you. Hello, somebody. Amen. You need to catch that. Because if you got spiritual children and everything and spiritual um, sons and daughters, you want your kids, you want them in the gospel. And we ain't talking about no natural kids. We talking about spiritual children to move forward in the gospel. Our brothers and sisters, if they're lacking in something, we go to them and we go and help them and straighten out the situation. Amen. So we pray. We definitely going to pray for that. We're going to pray for Elect Lady Goffin. Amen. For her healing. Amen. We're going to pray for Vicky Goffin. We're going to pray for them. Uh, many other ones that y'all want to go online, we'll call the names out. Amen. And as we begin, because we're going to lay their name, I'm going to lay their name on the pillows. Uh, we're going to lay their name tonight. Amen. We're going to, uh, if you come back tonight on Sunday Night Raw, we're going to call these names out. 
So I dare you, Triple dare you, just to put your comment, send the comment, send it through text, send it through the podcast number, which is the 636, uh, the 636 number, the number on the screen, 636-422-0344. That's our podcast number. You send your prayer request there. We, One of us, one of the leaders, we will go in a session with you right away. Amen. We'll set up an appointment. We'll go right away because we're going before the throne of grace on today. So we, 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 the thing is, is about learning about, amen. Yes, we got to stand our ground, but we also know that Jesus stood his ground. Jesus stood his ground even when, even when uh, the Pharisees talked about him like a dog. Jesus stood his ground when they, when they scandalized his name. Jesus stand his ground when he walked in the temple and everybody was acting like a bunch of fools and he had to take a whip tail right in the, right in the temple because they were out of order. Why? Because Jesus stand his ground. So we as leaders, we need to learn too. And men and women of God and family in the body of Christ, we need to learn to stand our ground and don't back down. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we thank God on today. Amen. Uh, any more prayer requests? I'm looking and waiting uh, to see from the multiple platforms that we have right now. Any one of them not there. And if you're not, amen, continue to send it even uh, after the podcast, after the broadcast. Send your, send, your, uh, send your prayer requests and we will definitely connect with you in the kingdom. We will connect with you in the kingdom because that's what we're about. We're about kingdom business. It's not about you, not, not about me. It's about the kingdom of God. So we thank God on today. We're going to go ahead and turn the platform over back over to Pastor uh, Goffin. Amen. For final remarks and benediction. God bless you. Hallelujah. Father, we, we thank the Lord. Amen. For being on the podcast today. I really enjoyed myself. Oh, my goodness. It's, this is exciting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel so good. And, uh, oh, my Lord, I just don't have words to say how I feel, but um, God is real, and God loves us all, no matter what nationality that you are, no matter what country that you're in, no matter what situation that you're in, I call it, I got another word for situation, situation. <laughs> it's spelled the same, it's pronounced a different, now, situation is something that you know, you need all the help, that, that's a God help to get you out. <laughs> but, what you <laughs> so, but it, it was really nice to to be on today. And I I pray that people who were listening uh, heard and received what I had to say, because you know, it, it, like Apostle Eric was saying, it's not about me. It's not about us. It's about the kingdom. It's about the soul that God wants to reach to change that their lives will be changed through the messages that we preach. Where they can stop living the life that, that, that you know, if they're not living a Christian life, you're not living it all. You just existing, and you wanna, you wanna, you wanna live. You just don't wanna exist. You wanna live. You know, you wanna have a, you wanna be in good health. You wanna be able to reach out and you know go on vacation when you feel like it. Come back when you get ready. You know, you wanna, you don't have to worry about, you don't have to pinch pennies, and that's the kind of God we're serving. He will take care of you if you let him. He's taking care of you now. You never have to pray, Lord, please wake me up in the morning. I don't pray that prayer. If you wake me up, because that's automatic, he wakes me up every morning. 
And when he wakes us up every morning with brand new mercies, not leftover mercies, but brand oh, new You know, so that's the kind of God that we're serving. I really appreciate those that are listening. Hallelujah. Tell somebody else to get them on Sunday morning. If I'm not preaching, Pastor Eric or somebody else will be kicking the doors down and uh, bringing the word that that is much needed in our country, in our nations, all over the world. And that's why God placed us here, to bring other souls in. So when we leave here to go to heaven, when God wrapped in the church, we can all meet together in heaven, rejoicing, having a good time in heaven. But we're not going to be sitting around the table, you know, playing pokey and, and, and uh, you know, playing uh, <laughs> playing cards and stuff. We're going to be working. We're going to be praising the Lord. That's right. That's right. We just didn't go in there to sit down and relax and take a vacation now. We're going to be glorifying God even more than we are now. But I thank God today. So, Lord, we thank you for this message today. We thank God for those who who were listening. We thank God for, for Pastor Erica, for Pastor Tate, for all of those who are online on, through the weeknights. Lord, every old she kitty there now, we pray for our nation. We pray higher for our country. When we turn back to God, we pray for our children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. We pray for all of our spiritual leaders. Let us shut that at him. We'll get about our father's business. We all the churches will should come together. Like I see the Caucasian churches come together. And they run a big stadium and they and they have revival. They win souls. And it's not about no no special individual. It's about winning souls. And that's how the black community should do the same thing. Come on out the walls, open the doors and step outside. And look around in your neighborhoods and see what's going on. And you wonder what you can do. What we can do, we can fast and pray. What we can do, we can walk down the street. We can, we can, we can well, oh, shout out of a higher. We can have a more shout out of a higher. We can walk through the neighborhoods and pray. In the name of Jesus, he will save, set free, and deliver. Mom, let me ask you, people come off of crack cocaine. Let that at the prostitutes. Let me have a leave. And I'm going to leave the whole houses. Let kidney the shunda. Come on, come on. Let that at the outside. The pimps will stop pimping women. Let me have and start preaching God's word. Let it shut down a little higher. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for this is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you, God. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, I give you praise. I give you glory. Until next time, amen. Amen, amen. So we thank God on today. Amen for tuning in. Amen to hear our prophetic shift. Amen. Podcast Network, where we are, uh, we are spreading. I'm gonna tell you to spread the word of God throughout uh, the nation. We thank God for what He is doing. We thank God for the faithful listeners. Amen. On every single platform, it doesn't matter what platform that you feel comfortable on. You're more than welcome. Amen. To uh, to come in to fellowship with us. Amen. Tonight we're gonna have service. We're gonna have church tonight. So everybody. Come in on tonight, amen, with your shouting shoes on tonight, amen. If you're going to dress down in your war clothes, I'm going to dress down in my war clothes on tonight, amen, because there's a word, amen, that, that is in my belly, amen, is ready to explode, 
on tonight. And I thank God, amen, he has given us the opportunity and the uh, uh, the accolade to, to really keep pushing, amen. And one thing my mom always tells me, she said, Erica, whatever you do, don't never give up. Don't never give up. It doesn't matter what people say. And one thing I one thing I learned, I don't I don't be concerned about what men say. I'm always concerned of what only thing that matters to me is what God says. Because what God says, that's where he has the key to my destiny. Man does not have key to my destiny. Uh man does not have key to your destiny. Hear me what I'm saying. God has the key to your destiny. And if you line up upon line and precept upon precept, amen, God will be able to move on your behalf. So we thank God on today for what he is doing. Send your prayer requests. Amen. Send your prayer requests. And we still have the lines open for another minute, a minute or so. So for those who have a, uh, a prayer request, amen, um, the lines are still open. Amen on today. So, you know, I know that, you know, most of Sundays, everybody had their, their uh, services. But come and just feel free to come in on Sunday evening. Listen, put on your war shoes on. War shoes on uh, tonight. We are going to pray. We're going to fast. I want everybody to please be on time so we can go in the throne of grace on tonight and let the Holy Ghost just continue to rule on tonight. Amen. Because we want to have not just a Holy Ghost time, but we want to have a breakthrough of manifestation time. Amen. On tonight, on Sunday night raw. Amen. So we thank God. Everybody tuning in. Blessings to uh, Pastor Goffin and your family. Amen. This man has uh, been in my life and have raised me from the age of nine years old. Amen. And let me tell you, I did never expect to go forth like this because he pushes me, you know, and I thank God is like even in his age, he can see at least one of his children, you know, is moving forward in, in, in preaching and teaching the gospel uh, in uh I've always been, I always had the call of the apostolic, um, but I, I've always, you know, tried to do other stuff and stay behind the lines to help people build their churches, instruction and build and reconstruct. But then when God called me out, uh, and, uh, and like I said, in my covering, amen, I thank God for Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, the Honorable Chief Apostle Rodney Tate is my covering, amen, my covering, and um, he is my mentor. He is my spiritual father. Amen. So we just thank God on today uh, for what you're doing. Please call in uh, tonight. Amen. At uh, 1313-8800 ministry code. Now, if I sent you a link personal, there's a reason why that God allows me to send you the link personal. Everybody is not receiving that link, but somehow when the Holy Spirit quickened me to uh, release that link, it's something that God is uh, allowing me to pray for you. Amen. And pray for uh, the, the knives of the people. So I encourage it. Amen. Uh, Pastor Goffin, see if we can get elect lady on the line on tonight. Amen. Because, uh, you know, let her rest right now. But let her get on the line on tonight because God is doing something. Uh, and there's some things that uh, that God is going to also do in your ministry. We're going to help push the ministry. Amen. To another level. It's time for the, uh, the ministry. And you can't do this by yourself. It's going to take more than one. And it's going to take more than more. Everybody can work on one accord to push Amen. the ministry forward. Amen. So God bless you on today. And thank you for uh, for tuning in uh, to ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network on today. 
staying tuned throughout the week. And then God is doing something um, on our behalf. God bless you. God bless you. <clears throat>
We thank you guys for tuning in to ELI Prophetic Ship Broadcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation. Please call us live at 1-313-209-8800 with ministry code 615-3528. And for additional prayer requests, send your prayer requests to ELR Prophetic Ship Ministry, which is 1-636-422-0344. Amen. So just give us a call. Amen. And one of our leaders and order podcast members will get in contact with you as soon as possible and we send a special request out uh shout out amen for those who tuned in amen on today amen god bless you amen looking forward to seeing you guys on tonight amen on sunday night raw god bless you <laughs>